What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Lionel Clark, the lead minister here at Brothers in Arms Men's Ministry. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message today impacts you, inspires you, and certainly empowers you to be the man that God has called you to be. Enjoy the message and continue to listen in as we continue to raise up Brothers in Arms. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Lionel Clark with Brothers in Arms. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to us on tonight. Uh, I am just excited that we are getting this podcast going again. It's been a while, uh, but God has really been dealing with me about uh, just taking over the airwaves. Uh, we are hearing so much uh, over coronavirus and, and and death and fear that it is time for us to step up as men and and just unite and be there because God is looking for a man to to stand in the gap. Amen. And so without further ado, I'll just kind of get into what we're going to do tonight. Uh, I have a very special guest uh, tonight with me. Uh, his name is Pastor Brent Ireland. Um, I am introducing him to some, but I know I am just presenting him to so many, <laughs> as I've seen on yes, his sir. Instagram uh, followers that he has. But uh, he's also uh, not only my pastor, but um, uh, a overseer for Brothers in Arms Men's Ministry. And so I appreciate uh, his wisdom, his prayers, and all the thing that he, all the things that he has done to uh, just get myself ready for something like this. And so we'll kind of get into it. But, you know, while I was kind of praying and God was kind of dealing with me, he just kind of reminded me of what we're seeing around, uh, uh, at least in our area and yeah. I know it's around the, uh, the nation. Uh, but, you know, when you go to the store, I mean, you're seeing aisles upon aisles of just depleted goods. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's no toilet paper. I mean, people are slanging toilet paper instead of drugs these days. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy just because of the fear of the virus. And, you know, this fear or this virus has, you know, closed businesses down. It's, yeah. it's closing schools. Uh, I mean, we, we're even having to try to find ways how to do church differently. Yeah. And it's all because of how we are uh, taking care of of or moving around this virus and and so this virus has caused the nation and even worldwide isolation and 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 it's just it's scary because of it can be scary because of what we know of the bible as well you know yeah the, the, the devil is there to try to isolate us and things of that nature and so one thing that i have noticed in myself is just how more important it is for us to be together for brothers absolutely. to dwell together. Absolutely. And, and so it's, it's, it's heightened that in me. And so I believe that we are in the time that we just have to realize that in ourselves. I mean, you just think about Adam and he was only there for about a day before God <laughs> made Eve for him. Right. He said he's lonely. Yeah. He said he's <laughs> Look lonely. at that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was the first tiger King. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, I'm done. You know, I, I want somebody with me. And so God, noticed that and and had Eve come come with them. And so, you know, it's it's awesome that, you know, you and I can get together and, and do something like this. Um and and I think it's just a great time for us to get together as men, uh, even though we may not be side by side yeah. all the time. Uh 
but we can uh, listen to each other and, and talk to each other, send text messages and things like that. Absolutely. So, uh, Aren't we supposed to be six feet apart? Yeah, we right are now? supposed to be Oh, man. <laughs> Andy, for sure. All right. Please do not cut Come me, on. Cut me Come off, on, be sure. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you know, so, you know, there's some things that, you know, I have uh, in myself have tried to change even my talk and yeah and we'll probably get to this in another episode but you know we always talk about getting back to normal and god kind of dealt with me the other day about stop using that yeah you know stop you stop wanting to get back to where i just took you from ain't nothing normal in the kingdom either yeah ain't nothing normal (laughs) in the kingdom and so so even in myself i've started saying I just want to get better. I don't want to get yeah. back to normal. I want to get better. Yes. So, yeah, that's so good, that's, man. That's, that's good. something that God's kind of been dealing with me on. But Pastor, I just wanted I just want you to kind of share with me or share with us what God has been sharing with you on being a pastor. Yes, sir. And how to keep faith amongst ourselves. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you having me. Um it's an honor to uh to speak to all the incredible men of God out there listening. Uh, and if you're a lady, a woman of God that sneaks on this podcast, it's incredible to get, be able to speak to you as well. Um, you know, but I think um, I think we are dealing with uh, something that none of us have ever experienced in our lifetime and hopefully uh, never will have to experience again. Uh, when you think about, you know, just going back to to January of this year, uh, you start to hear, you know, um, you start to hear about this virus and you start to hear, you know, and you know, you do what we did, what everybody does. We brush it off, you know, oh, it's no big deal. That's going to come and go. And, you know, we, we listen to the media and, you know, then even the media, then they're like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, world health commission or whatever, you know, you, 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 it can't be transmitted from person to person. So it's like, all right, you know, whatever. But then you see, you know, cases start to increase in that. Um, but it's still distant. You know, it's still not affected you. Um, but then it gets real, you know, when, you know, things start to close down, like the schools close down and you got kids that are in school. Um, you know, when businesses start to close down, when people, you know, are getting furloughed, they're getting laid off. Uh, businesses start to close. Um, it really got real for me when it was being frowned upon gathering together as a church. Um, And I fought and wrestled with that. And, and, you know, one of the things that I mentioned, you know, to our church, like this was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make uh, in canceling in-person church services. Um, You know, so when we went, uh, we went live or um, online services only. Um, it was, uh, what was it? It was Sunday, March 22nd. That was our first Sunday that we went, uh, it was strictly online, you know, on, and just on, on Facebook live, you know, that's what we have to do right now. So that's it. So we're on Facebook live and, you know, I'm, you know, I show up and I'm there and, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of a, you know, wondering how in the world is this going to go? And, um, it was funny because during praise and worship, you know, I'm just kind of like, well, this is normal, you know, like, it's just nobody else in here. You know, yeah, I've yeah. been to churches and I've preached to crowds of crowd, but there ain't nobody else there. <laughs> Me and my family, you know, I'm like, all right. Um, you know, so I'm down front and I'm, you know, praising and worshiping, got my hands lifted. And, you know, when, and when they were done for done with praise and worship and I turned that mic on and walk on the stage and look out 
um, you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. We're like, oh, no, man, this is going to be odd. Um, you know, and I think it was probably our shortest church service in history. (laughs) We're like an hour and 15 hour, 20 (laughs) minutes. Like I never preached so fast in my life. (laughs) I mean, it was, uh, it, it, it it was, yeah. And you're like, I'm used to, you know, I like the audience participation and, you know, um, and you don't, you don't have that. So we realized at that moment, like, you know, we're stepping into, you know, uh, a time that none of us have ever lived in. Um, but what I really think the biggest thing we have to deal with um, isn't necessarily a virus. Uh, it's 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 not, you know, what this can do, even though the, you know, we know people are losing their lives from this. Um, that's not the biggest problem and the biggest issue that we face. I think the b- issue that's bigger than that is an issue called fear. Um, and I'm telling you, it is real. And if you had, have dealt with it at any moment in your life, this, this virus is magnifying it. Uh, and it's just making it, you know, so much larger in your life. Um, and I think that is the greatest thing that we have to guard against is living in fear. Um, you know, you know, the the Bible, the famous scripture, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So yes, but of a sound mind, you stop right there and you understand, first off, you, you understand the origin of fear. Mm -hmm. It says God has not given us a spirit of fear. So you understand the origin of it. It's a spirit, spirit. you know, and if it's a spirit that God's not given us, then we, then we further understand the origin of it. If it didn't come from God, y'all know where it came from. It came from hell. Um, you know, so it's uh, it's uh, I'm going to say it. And some people, you know, that you, you, I'm going to rub you a little wrong, but that's all right. It's a demonic spirit. If it is not from God, then it is a spirit that is sent from hell. And the whole purpose of the spirit of fear is to stop movement. Come on. That's good. It's like the phrase, you know, the phrase we, we heard. Growing up, and you hear it now, you know, I mean, I was scared stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fear paralyzes you. And in the kingdom, there's two directions that you're moving, forwards or backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you are paralyzed, you will say, well, I'm not going anywhere yet. No, you're, you're moving backwards. Yes, that's right. That's right. You are moving backwards. Um, and, and that's where we really have to guard against this spirit controlling us. Um, and, um, you know, when you think of fear and what fear really is, um, you know, we understand that it's, it's, it's a, it's a demonic force and it's sent, I believe it's sent from hell to paralyze our movement and to keep us from advancing. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have as a body of Christ, as men of God, we have an incredible opportunity right now. Mm -hmm. This is a moment right now for us to to lead in a way that we've never led. It's time for us to stand up. Right. Um, right. And I, you know, it takes me back to, you know, one of the most famous stories in the Bible uh, with, with David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about that story and, um, you know, Goliath here, you've got this nine foot, nine inch tall giant that was coming out morning and evening and he was taunting Israel. Yeah. Um, he would stand there in the valley and he would taunt Israel. So he struck fear in an entire nation. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. 
an entire nation stood there and they listened to his words and they were not able to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, he struck fear in them. Um, sounds yeah, sounds like, like exactly where we are right now, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, we're listening to this voice. Um, and, you know, Goliath has a lot of forms right now. Goliath can be that virus. Goliath can be the media. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't that's a whole other podcast there. The media, yeah. not just the media, but, you know, wh- where are you really getting your news from? Right. You know, right. uh, I'm old school. We sang a song in church. Whose report will you believe? <laughs> we shall believe yeah, the sure. report of the Lord. Yeah. His report says I am free. His report says I am healed. You know, so we understand that there's there's different uh, different reports that we have to um, we have to begin to filter out. So you've got to filter out the voice, those outside voices. Um, and anytime that there's a voice that speaks louder than the voice of God, then that's the one that's going to control you. Um, and you say, oh, well, no, I, I, you know, I, I believe God's word. Well, bottom line is this. What are you listening to the most? Yeah, that's right. That's right. What are you feeding on the most? Right. Uh, because that really shows where, what, where your belief is. Uh, and I want to encourage you guys, if you're out there, don't spend more time listening to the news or watching the news or scrolling through the news on Twitter than you are in the word. Come on. Uh, cause it's very simple. The more time you spend scrolling through Twitter and looking at the news and reading articles and, you know, and watching the, you know, the, the, the briefings and all that, the more time you spend on that, um, you know, the bigger this thing's going to become, uh, you know, so you cannot spend more time in that than you are in the words. Um, so you think of the story with David and with, with David and Goliath, you know, Goliath had struck fear and in, in an entire nation. Um, and it took, it took an outsider, you know, it took David. David was not trained to be a soldier. Mm. Um, David was keeping sheep. Um, another job David has, he was an errand boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uber Eats. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> David right. was running the first Jeez, Uber crazy, Eats. Right? <laughs> you know, his daddy, Jesse said, Hey David, won't you hear yeah. mama got you some Cheez-Its and some crackers and some, <laughs> some cheese and crackers. You got some jalapeno cheese and some cheddar cheese. (laughs) Take it out to the boys out there. Take it out to the real boys that are out there fighting. Well, first off, they weren't real men because they weren't fighting. Uh, They were paralyzed. Uh, And here, you know, here's David and he shows up um, and he starts to listen to to Goliath. And and he just gets this this holy frustration. Uh, And I don't know where 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 you guys are right now, but. Man, I've got a holy frustration on the inside of me. Uh, we were kind of joking about, about about my dad a little earlier. Man, he is—he's uh, got a holy frustration, uh, you know, on the inside of him, just about this whole pandemic and and how it's, uh, you know, just just taking over everything. Um, you know, so David got this holy frustration, but he didn't let uh, he didn't let his anger push him in the wrong direction. Uh, he let his anger begin to motivate him, you know, and, and I think that's, that's yes. one of the things that God wants to do in us, you know, this, this frustration, like, you know, don't let frustration work negatively for you, you know, let, let frustration motivate you, you know, that I'm going to do something about this. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live differently in this time that we're in. Um, so David, he looked around at all these trained fighters, you know, with all their, their equipment and, and shields and swords and, you know, not using them. And he just said, guys, like what, what is happening here? 
um, he said the phrase, is there not a cause? Like, you know, do you know that we're living for something bigger? You know, and here we are. Yeah, this guy's, a, you know, he's nine feet, nine inches tall. Um, he's, you know, his armor's big and it, it weighs a lot and he's got a big old sword. Uh, but we can't let this giant strike fear in us and we can't stay paralyzed. You know, we've got to do something at some point. Um, you know, so David, he, he raised his hand to, to volunteer. Uh, and he said, listen, if y'all going to sit here and listen and, and, and be controlled and, and manipulated by this fear, I want to do something about it. I'm going to step in and, um, I'm going to fight this giant. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that we cannot, we, we, we can't afford to, to, to be still and we cannot afford to not do anything. Um, you know, so David stood up and he said, I'm going to, I'm going to fight this giant. And as soon as he did that, you know, you know how, you know, us, us guys are, you know, man, look how little you are. <laughs> you ain't been to the gym and I'm missing the gym right now. You can you tell, like, I don't, I, I'm losing a little bit of weight, losing some muscle mass. I'm missing the gym. Um, they begin to look at her like, David, you are not qualified, man. You're like, like you're, you're not a soldier. And Saul even spoke up and said, David, this this giant's been fighting longer than you've been alive, you know, but what they didn't know, uh, what were the, were the battles that David had already faced. Mm-hmm. And David began to tell him like, listen, fellas, gotcha. I look little, but have you, how many of y'all's killed a bear? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, he said, when the bear came in and tried to try to eat one of my sheep up, he said, I, I grabbed the sheep out of the bear's mouth and I killed him. Mm-hmm. He said, then the lion came and the lion tried to, to eat one of the sheep. Well, I, I pulled the sheep out, grabbed the lion by the beard, and I struck it. I'm telling you right now, like, lion comes in my midst, and, you know, I'm going to say, well, yeah. I got it. I got a bunch of other sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of other sheep. Now, if obviously, you know, uh, <laughs> well, to grab Jesus, beard, right? you know, he, he, he leaves at 99. I might have to, you know, get a hall pass on being like Jesus and say, well, <laughs> <laughs> Lions got to eat too, <laughs> but David said no. He said, "I'm I'm not going to let you get that sheep." Uh, so these were these were things that David has ha- has faced that these guys didn't necessarily know about. You know, so I want to encourage you out there that's listening that you know you may be stronger than you even think. Come on, because um, when you begin to think about some of the things that you faced in your life, uh, I mean, you could take ten minutes and just begin to think about you know, the situations that you found yourself in, you know, that by the grace of God and by the help of God, you were able to get your way out of, you know, so you're stronger than you think you are. Uh, There's more in you than you think. And there's more in you than what other people see, Um, you know, and that's and that's one of the things that we have to do as as men of God, um, you know, is that we've got to be, you know, encouragers, not mm-hmm. discouragers. Um, you know, when, when we hear that, you know, one of our brothers has a dream, you know, we can't look, we can't look at him and say, well, well, man, you don't have any resources. Uh, you know, you, you don't, I don't see that you'd be able to do that. Um, you know, we've got to be the encouragers and say, listen, man, you know, I believe in you, you know, uh, iron sharpens iron. That's right. I believe in you. And it's a dream because you don't have the funds. You know, if you've got the funds to do it, then you're not dreaming big enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's how we've got to be, you know, live in this season. You know, so David, he he learned just just as we have to do. He tuned, he tuned out those voices. 
Um, he even, he even took off Saul's armor and he said, Saul, like, you know, don't try to put on me what didn't work for you. You know, uh, you know, failures don't want anybody else to succeed. Uh, so David, he's like, I'm going to take this armor off and I'm going to, I'm going to fight the way I know to fight. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so you all know the story. He, he grabbed, you know, his sling and grabbed those five stones. Um, he, he grabbed five because, you know, Goliath had some brothers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me help you all. Okay, this isn't the this isn't going to be the only thing that we face. All right, so you know, Corona is not going to be the only thing that that we come up against. I believe that that as we draw closer to the last days, uh, we're going to experience more things like this. Now, it may not necessarily be another pandemic, um, you know, but uh, you, one of the things you see through this pandemic, man, is that. You know, the church is being persecuted. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just bottom line, the churches are being persecuted, um, you know, to where even here in Kentucky, you know, they're going around and taking down people's license plates number that was in a large gap that, that was in a uh, any sort of church service, um, taking down their license plate number, making them self-quarantine for 14 days. Like, think about how we've never lived in these times. Um, you know, so we've got to know this isn't going to be the only thing that we deal with. I believe that this could be preparation for what we're going to have to endure down the road. Uh, yeah, I know y'all getting excited about that, but <laughs> I think it's true. Uh, but David stood up and, you know, he, he faced Goliath and Goliath, you know, he's, he, he started, started to make fun of him, you know, and said, you know, look at you, like, I'm going to feed you to the birds um, you know, but Goliath messed up when he started talking about David's God. Um, you know, that's that's when Goliath messed up. Um, and and I think, you know, that uh, the enemy messes up when he starts to doubt how strong and how powerful that we are as men of God and as the church as a whole. Um, you know, he, he starts to, to mess up when when he begins to underestimate our strength and our power. And um, I got to give props to to the body of Christ um, and to every church, every every Christian, every pastor, um, every church member, how you've had to shift your life. Yeah. Um, you know how you've had to make adjustments. Um, you know, we I think we all have done a tremendous, tremendous job uh, just responding in this season. Um, you know, so. As David began to, you know, to to run towards Goliath, uh, you read it in does uh, it's uh, I'll shoot First Samuel seventeen, I believe, or Second Samuel seventeen. One of one of those Samuels. <laughs> I know it's chapter seventeen. Um, so David, as he's running towards Goliath, he's he's reaching and he's getting his sling ready and he's getting his stones ready uh, and he's putting the putting the stone in the sling and he's swinging it so. So we see and we learn from David that he's he's multitasking uh, during this time. Uh, he's running. He's getting his sling out. He's getting his stone out. So we've got to learn to multitask. Um, you know, that's hard for us men. Yeah, it is. It is. Now, my wife, I'm, I mean, good Lord, she can do, have 15 things going on at the All same at time. Now, the only thing with that is... Well, I'm gonna be not. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing with that is that none of the 15 things get all the way done. <laughs> but we're making we're making progress, you know. So as men, like 
you know, I like to finish one thing and then start the next. But we've got to learn to multitask and spiritually. Spiritually, we've got to learn to multitask, you know, to where we've got to be right now. We've got to multitask spiritually. We've got to be leading. We've got to be seeking God. We've got to be we've got to be humbling ourselves. We've got to be repenting. Um, you know, we've got to be in God's word. Uh, we've got to be we've we got to be that 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 figure to our to our kids. Uh, we've got to protect our kids, protect our spouses. Yeah. Um, you know, we've we've got to be, you know, many of you fellows, you're, you, you've got to be the provider. Uh, so we're learning, you know, how to how to multitask in this season. Um, you know, so and David, he 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 let go of that stone. Um, you know, smacked Goliath right in between the eyes. And then he took, he took Goliath's sword and he cut his head off. Um, so he took Goliath's sword that Goliath had used to kill, no telling how many Israelites, no matter how many, you know, who knows how many people Goliath used that sword on. And David used the same sword that he had, that Goliath had, had killed individuals. He used that sword to kill him. So we understand that what we've got to do is we've got to take the same thing that the enemy's perpetrating upon us. Come on. And it's time for us as men of God to use it on him. Fear on us. Absolutely. So we've got to, we've got to strike fear in the adversary. Um, My desire in my life is that the enemy is scared of me. That when I walk in a room, the enemy starts to say, oh, shoot, man, I was hoping I tried to I tried to detour him. Yeah. You know, I tried to cause to where he wouldn't show up. But now he's here. Then things are probably things are going to change for me. Yes, that's yeah. what that's how we have to be, you know, not just as men of God, but as as as, as mighty men of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when when we show up, we've got to realize that things start to change when we get on the scene. You know, um, and that's how that's one of the ways that we have to lead in this time. And we've got to understand that the presence of God, the anointing of God that's living in us, that when we show up, things have to change. Um, That when we show up, that when we, you know, going back to the commands of Jesus, that when we lay hands on the sick, that the sick recover. Jesus touched the lepers. He wasn't supposed to touch the lepers. Mm You know, but Jesus was not afraid to touch those who were infected. I I wouldn't want to do a poll right now, but I'd like to ask how many of us would be afraid to touch someone that has a coronavirus, you know, and and to lay hands on them. You know, um, I ain't afraid. Yeah, it's good. You know, I'm protected. I'm preserved. You say, well, that ain't wisdom. Well, sometimes sometimes we have to differentiate. Faith and wisdom, because faith don't always make sense, right? <laughs> and we always say, well, we got to, you know, we got to, we, we got to use wisdom. We, gotta, we do have to use wisdom, but sometimes wisdom will do what fear does. Wisdom will paralyze you, you know, and wisdom will not let you listen to the voice of God. You think it was wise in the days of Noah for him to build a boat? How many y'all, how many people in those days probably thought Noah was an idiot? You know, thinking, you know, what's a, what's a boat? I don't know. It's to float. Float on what? Water. Where's the water come from? Yeah. The sky. What? What rain? Well, they've never had rain. Didn't know what rain was. You know, so they probably thought Noah was an absolute idiot. 
Um, he didn't let wisdom interfere with faith. So there does come a point in our life where we have to, you know, we have to understand that faith doesn't always make sense. Um, you know, so I want to, I want to encourage you fellows out there that's listening that, um, don't, don't, uh, don't let this thing become bigger than your God. Uh, don't let what you're going through become bigger than the God in you. You cannot let your surroundings become bigger than the God that's on the inside of you. You know, you are protected. You are preserved. The hand, the blood of the blood of Jesus is, is surrounding you. It's encompassing you. Um, you know, and we just believe that, uh, that not one weapon formed against you is able to prosper. Um, so that's what our, our prayer is. And, and I pray that there's some, there's some mighty men of God out there, some Davids, you know, that, uh, that will be able to, to stand up in this time and face fear and to strike fear and fear, right? To strike fear and fear. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Man, Pastor, that was good. Uh, uh, man, that 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 part right there where he talked about, you know, God uses or David used the same weapon to strike fear, yeah, and to kill the enemy. I mean, that's the same thing that we have to do: put fear and spirit of fear. Put I fear that, and fear, yeah. And that, that, that's good right there. You know, uh, you know, while I was praying over this, uh, what we're dealing with right now, you know, God just kept showing me a different reasons on why it was important for us to keep our faith. And during all this noise, you know, uh, that you talked about, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's been very hard to watch TV. I, I have probably not watched <laughs> TV in, since this happened. And yeah. Before. And because uh, there's no sports. The NBA. Even ESPN is talking about Corona. I know. Even yeah. NBA player has corona, you know, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's always there. So. And so that's the reason why, you know, behind this, this podcast here is because it's time for us to just flood the airways with the spirit of God in his words. Yes. Amen? And so, you know, it's time for us to start, stop speaking fear, start speaking, uh, start speaking faith and flood, flood it with faith. Absolutely. And so, uh, so I don't know if you ever, if y'all seen the graphic uh, that I, that I created for this, but that's the reason why I put that TV there. It's time for us to just flood that, that airway. Yeah. And so, you know, the Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah, impossible. And, and it was funny because just the other day when I talked to your dad, uh, he he said this, and I, it just stuck with me since then. He said that just that section of scripture is very powerful in today's time. Mm-hmm. It said that, you know, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's yeah. impossible to please God. And, and so it was just it stuck with me. And so I, I went back and I realized that, you know, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You know, mm-hmm. that's Hebrews 11 and 1. And so that just let me know that that means that faith is not necessarily for the present time. Yeah. But yep. faith is for what's going to happen. What's exactly. next. Yeah. And so, you know, what what's next? And so I believe that, you know, by faith faith we can start speaking things into existence absolutely and you know better believe it faith as a mustard seed can can uh, take the mountain and throw it into the into the lake yes and so and so we have to realize that with our faith first of all it's pleasing to god 
And I believe that the reason why it's pleasing to God is because we realize that that is powerful enough to to to, to take out the giants. Absolutely. Our lives yes. We talked about. Took faith to swing that sling. Take, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. And knock out a knife with nine giant. <laughs> and so and so it was just awesome when he said that. It just it just really stuck with me. And so you know it's it's uh, you know for our God who it also let me know that for our God. He's always there, no matter what we may yes, think. Yes. He's there. You know, we like you talked about. We do have some people that are dying from this, losing jobs and things of that nature. I heard um, uh, Steve Furtick uh, uh, just this yeah. week. I was listening to him, and he he was talking about how everybody's talking about going back to normal. Yeah, and, I heard and, that too. And, and what it, is normal? It, Woo! But what what was funny is that he said a lot of times, or what we've been praying about earlier this year was. I don't want this job. Lord, take this job away from me. And now we're like, I don't have a job no more. Yeah, now I'm gonna go back. You know? And so it's just it, it, it's it's like, what is our faith in? I, that, that's what I got from that. What is our faith in? And so uh, and so we just have to make sure that our faith is there. You know, and you're talking about wisdom. I, I, I told this to my wife, Jamie. Um, you know, when we make decisions, we need to make sure that where our decisions are coming from. I do not believe that you can use wisdom out of the spirit of fear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those two don't mix. Wisdom itself comes from God. Yeah. True wisdom. I'm not talking about what we think but, is wise, yeah, yeah. but from, from God, from the Holy Spirit. Right. And so it's either you listen to the Holy Spirit or you listen to the spirit of fear, in, in my opinion. And so uh, so when fear comes in and you say, well, it's, it's probably not wise for us to go out to the grocery store or even go to church like you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that's, we have to realize that that's that's fear that might be awkward. Yep. There, you know, and, yep. and, and so we just really need to ask the question of. God, Holy Spirit, let me know what we need to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, good. And so I, uh, I have a, I have a mentor of mine. Uh, his name is Brother Tabor. He's a great prophet, and he he talked to me uh, a couple weeks ago, and he told me that a lot of times when we make decisions, uh, we are making decisions in from ourselves. Sometimes we don't even look at the Word of God. Hmm. He said, most of all, he said we do not even talk to the Holy Spirit. And the thing is that the Holy Spirit, yeah. he said, if we just imagine, just like if we could really see the Spirit and, and, and imagine the Holy Spirit as a man sitting right next to us, a lot of times he's sitting next to us with his arms crossed, waiting on us to have him part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was amazing how he said Yeah, that. I can help you with yeah, this. That's right. I can help you with this. I'm just waiting for you to ask, you know, and so with, with this, you know, that, uh, with this, uh, podcast and what we're trying to do, uh, uh, here, I just think that, that that's what we need is that faith and, and that childlike faith is what the, the Bible says. Absolutely. So,
morning, feeling real good. Yeah, I started in his presence just like I should. So I'm feeling some type of way. Blessed to see a new day. Moving things around for the betterment. Feng Shui. See, that's what you gotta do if you want it to go your way. Life and death is in the tongue, so I'm cautious what I say. Gotta keep it moving, keep it grooving, stay consistent though. If you want something, gotta speak it to existence, bro. See, I know what you're thinking, man. Uh, this ain't gonna last. Oh, hey, preach man. Oh, what about my past? Today you were a new creation. Woke up with a new sensation. So stop the hesitation. Live your life with proclamation. So go ahead, put your window or your top down. No purple bread, but you repping for that crown. Yeah, I guess I'm feeling like you. What more can I say? Today was a good day. Living in my blessing. Living in the overflow. Speaking to existent life. Yes. Yeah.